0: Well, good afternoon and welcome to Council Chat. I'm Council Member Brian Fry. With me today is Council Member Becky Tuttle. Becky, I hope you're having a fantastic Friday. Does that make you happy? Fridays (laughs) always make me happy.
1: I'm very happy. It's Friday. This has been a really um, interesting week. Lots of things going on and lots of opportunities to engage with the community. But it's always nice to see a robust week come to an end.
0: Yeah, it has been a very busy week on a lot of accounts, and so you're right. Next week's uh, uh, looking forward to a good weekend uh, before we get back into the swing of things on Monday. So.
1: Yeah. And next week, we're going to be having our city council workshop. We The first three Tuesdays of the month, we always have our traditional council meeting. But then on the fourth Tuesday of the month, we have a workshop. We'll start with the consent agenda. And then we'll be able to go into a little bit deeper dive and a more informal discussion on some various topics. Um, and we'll also be hearing a report on ICT1.
0: Yeah, ICT1 has been uh, fabulously successful. That's our partnership with uh, ComCare and law enforcement and then paramedics uh, to help with some responses that are not the traditional sort. And uh, it's been a program we've had for a little over a year and a half now. And we we like to hear these updates because we know it's doing good work.
1: I have the, the privilege of serving on an anti-human trafficking task force and was chatting with some of the community leaders who are doing great work in that area. And they were sharing a story, a really just heartwarming story about ICT-1 and how the program helped. A young woman in in our community, and that if that service wasn't available and this pilot project hadn't been started, she wouldn't have been able to get the services that she got as quickly. and And so it was just another, you know, testament. Oftentimes we hear data, and you know, we hear, um, you know, what's important regarding the number of calls and the number of services and the number of residents that are engaged with the program. But it was also nice just to hear a, a, a true story of someone who's been impacted by the program.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, the numbers help with the ROI, but there's no substitute for the, the stories and the impact that it has on the individuals uh, that get the services they need at a time where they need them uh, desperately. Uh, I've gone on a couple of ride-alongs with WPD where we've had to call out ICT-1, and it's been so well-received in, in helping people at a time that they're the most vulnerable. And so that's beyond the ROI. Absolutely. Uh, And along those same lines, we're also going to learn more about um, our police department and their focused deterrence strategy. Uh, This is where, you know, they're really working hard on reducing violence, uh, continue working on community policing, finding out the root cause of crime. And, you know, they have a very specific strategy on how they work on uh, keeping violence from happening as much as they can. Um, The training that our officers go through at the law enforcement training center uh, is tremendous, the amount of hours they spend on it. So getting an update on what we're doing to head this off before it actually gets to violence is very important part of police reform.
1: We're also going to have an opportunity during the workshop to review the ethics policy. We've we've been hearing a lot about it in the community and have another discussion on how we're going to move forward. This was a conversation that really began back in 2019, my first year when I was appointed on council and so, you know, it's it's been a process. I think sometimes folks are concerned when things take a little bit of time, but I I always say that we are beholden as elected officials and public servants to get community input and that takes time to be able to have meaningful conversations with our constituents and and community leaders and we also had the opportunity for the ethics policy to go to all of our district advisory boards in april and be able to have them provide comments and feedback and i know my district advisory board they really had some good thoughts and took the conversation very seriously and provided some input that I'll be excited to bring to the council and and I'm sure all the other council members will have the same scenario.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know this is important public policy. It's been uh, something that's been in discussion for a very long time, like you mentioned. Um, and making policy is like making sausage. it's It's not always pretty. And sometimes it needs that longer conversation and to really uh, get into it and discuss it, not only amongst ourselves in a workshop setting, but out in the public like at our dabs and so forth and so this is just another step in the process i still think we're probably a couple of meetings away from hearing it and reviewing it at a at a council meeting but these workshops help us get to that point where we are ready to discuss and adopt or tweak it additionally but and again this is where we really need feedback from the public having voices outside of our regular Group of circle of folks is always important. And so you can always email any of us or the mayor or phone calls to the council office. It's as simple as 268 4331. We'd love to hear from folks, Um, whether it's on the ethics policy or stuff happening in your neighborhood or just something that you've seen that you don't uh, think we're aware of. You'd be surprised at uh, how much we don't know. (laughs) And we always want to hear from folks. So please reach out to us and uh, let us know what's going on.
1: That's a great point. I always tell people that my door and my mind are always open. And I really mean that. I had some robust email conversations with some constituents this week, and we decided we're just going to sit down and and meet. It might be easier. So tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock, I'm going to be having breakfast on a Saturday with one of my neighborhood associations within District 2 and, and learn some of their concerns. So always welcome feedback. That's exactly what we're here for.
0: You know, for, for those that think this is a part-time job, it's not, obviously, and, and we're always available, whether it's at breakfast at a 7 a.m. or stopping me at the grocery store and you see me and saying you want to talk about something. Um, it's always important to hear back from our neighbors, and so that's one of the reasons we do the council chat, and so we hope you enjoy these, and uh, you know, I don't know when the and next one's next week. It'll probably be somebody else, but we hope you enjoyed these.
1: And if you can't reach out to your council member or you, you really don't have a specific topic, but you just want to stay engaged and you want to learn more and you want to see what's going on within your city, because this really is the, the citizen's community, you can always watch the council workshop or any of the city council meetings on wichita.gov. We also have social media channels such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or Cox Channel City 7. So, so glad that everybody could join us today. And thank you so much. And thank you, Councilmember Fry. I appreciate your service to our great city. You do a fantastic job, not only representing District 5, but just being a great community leader. So thanks for all you do.
0: And it's ditto for you as well. So a lot of love. So have a great weekend and uh, we'll see you later.
1: Have a great weekend.